And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Here we go. Welcome, everyone. We are live from the bunker. The super secret underground bunker here at World Headquarters at Sci-Fi for Me. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor-in-chief here at Sci-Fi for Me.com. We are live uh, on Facebook, Odyssey, and YouTube. We are also available in a podcast form on various different podcast players. Of course, we do uh, invite you to... Jump in the live chat. If you're here with us live, you can always leave us a comment afterwards or send us an email live from the bunker at sci fi for me.com. Uh, if this is the kind of show that you enjoy and you think there are other people that would enjoy it as well, go ahead and share the link and tell people about us. It uh, helps with the algorithms and stuff. So, um, want to give a shout out to people who are listening around the world in Germany. New Zealand, Australia, Brazil. We've got some listeners we picked up there in Brazil. Happy to have all of you with us today. And uh, don't forget to uh, check out yesterday. Uh, I did a review of Jeremy Hambly's new coffee brand coffee. I'm drinking some of it now. It's rather, it's, it's, it's rather good. And we just picked from the garden. Very, the very first, the very first blackberry from the garden is in, folks. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We'll see that. All right, but that is, is nothing compared to the excitement I feel because we're about to get our entire channel demonetized and removed from YouTube because we're going to be talking about that trial. Judah Engelmeyer joins us. He is the president of Herald PR. Greetings, sir. Hi, how are you, Jason? I'm doing pretty good. We're uh, we're Thank about to me. we're about to get killed on this, right? <laughs> hey, listen, we're not gonna get killed on it. I think that the, the world knows what it is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've I've started calling it the doubling down tour. Uh, the, the I don't know where you want to start because there's so much that's happened to you just here in the last couple of days. Even I mean, you have you have uh, Elaine doing the doing the rounds right after the trial. You've got Amber doing her interviews with Dateline and whatnot. Uh, right. Taylor Lorenz coming out on the Washington Post doing her her article on the the YouTube grifters, the people who right. are making money, capitalizing and exploiting off of this. Exactly. And this week, uh, that umbrella guy is posting. Apparently, they're coming after him pretty hot and heavy because they're posting, you know, information from his past they're sla- i mean they're they're calling him a predator they're calling you know saying all this stuff about how he was arrested is which none of it's true you know he's sitting there saying well i i work in healthcare you know mental health care i have a background check every 6 months i've never even been accused of anything much less arrested for something and they're saying right. he makes a million dollars on his youtube channel and I'm like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm doing something wrong too. <laughs> uh, man, I just, I'm like, it's 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 interesting that they call him out specifically. I mean, and they mentioned him specifically in the trial, but they've also called out uh, Legal Bites, which is another YouTube channel. Alita is a, a lawyer who's been talking about this, but now you have the media machine 
that's come out after the trial and is rolling out all of these articles about how Amber's a victim and Amber's a victim and boohoo and and it wasn't fair and it didn't go the way it was supposed to go. Well, it's not it's not that big of a machine. I'm not sure what what I think more people are 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 hearing her and they're saying she's whining and not taking responsibility. I, I haven't seen the big machine that you're talking about saying that she's the victim and we should go back and 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 we should we should see it her way. Um, I know there's an effort for that, but it's not huge and it's not taking it's not taking root. Well, and and that's the thing, you know. There is there is all of this effort, and you know you have this, you have these articles that come out that talk about, you know, you're trying to trying to spin it and and the different things, you know, the things about the therapist notes that didn't get entered, and all of these different, uh, you know, the setback to the Me Too movement, various different angles that people are trying to take, and and you're right, it hasn't actually gained a whole lot of traction which is why i think that they keep trying because something's got to you know they they keep throwing mud at the wall something's got to stick and they right. get this i think right. that's one of the reasons why they're going after these youtube channels is because it's for for them maybe easy target low-hanging fruit look at these look at these youtubers because you know we've well, got a history of the media no, going, so after. going after the Going after the YouTube people, it's similar. It's similar to using the tech companies, thinking that they're on the proper, whatever, the right side of social um, of, of the social movement, and the tech companies will help them get rid of these naysayers who are trying to crush women's efforts to to for, for equality. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's not they're going after what they think is low hanging fruit because you're not getting it from the corporate world. You're not getting it from the from the general population. You may as well go to the 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 place that's always been your go to for the past for the past several years in politics technology they, they will yield with the progressives so let's hope they do this time too that that's kind of what they're thinking it's funny the other part of this uh reminded me of a movie from 1994 i don't know if you remember this or not it's a movie called disclosure from yes um, i'm very well aware of it and more and, and michael douglas yeah and and the story here and i remember when this movie came out there was a lot of chatter about it because the story is basically she harasses him right and comes on to him he spurns her advances she ends up firing him and suing him for sexual harassment and, you know and accusing him and the default at the time i remember all of this discussion about well pff, Nobody's going to believe that he got harassed by her. And, right. you know, there was this discussion about whether or not men actually even are victims of this stuff. And I remember this happening. And this is 1994. This is this is 30 years ago. And now here we are still in that same space. You know, people sitting there saying, well, it's a, yeah, Johnny wasn't a, a victim. He's a man. Well, th there are two different issues here. You know, one issue is is. Is it you know can can a man be quote raped by a woman? Um, that's you know I, I I think that a man can under you know certain circumstances. But I think the question is can a man be harassed by a woman is a different story. Yeah. You don't have to have sex with someone to threaten them and not and, and not promote them. If you're if you're the, if you're a, a, a woman boss. And, and, and your underlink is a guy and you demand things and he doesn't want to and he doesn't get a raise, doesn't get a promotion, gets fired or whatever. That's harassment. That, that, that's not the same thing as 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 as, as alleged rape or a rape. It's it's it's, it's harassment. And that can happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that, that's a real phenomenon that that, that that does go on. We don't talk about it as much. We often joke around that, uh, that you know, whenever you see these um, these stories about uh, high school kids who were who were. Who are, um, 
abused by their by their by their pretty female young teachers like who would complain to their parents about it right <laughs> you know it's it's not the same thing in this i i think harassment um har- harassment is very different than than sexual contact itself in this case and harassment can be done but i i, I, I don't i don't even know that that applies here i think that's um I think well, that in, not in, so much in, yeah. not so much the harassment question, but the idea that that Johnny Johnny Depp was abused by Amber Heard, and that well, you know that what? comes I, up. I, so, so, Jason, I, I I I'm I'm 53 years old. I've been around the block a few times. Yeah. I've seen a lot of friends in bad marriages, and you know what? Just because a woman might not be able to throw a punch as hard as a man doesn't mean that they can't abuse and harass their husbands. Right. And you know, and 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 and. and the fact that it happened doesn't mean that anyone was wrong or right. You know, I've seen, I've seen people get the heated, heated debates with their spouses and mates and whatever. Um, and it, it, it does, you know, it's, you're not going to call the police on it. It's an, you know, a fit of anger one night over a conversation or an event that happened or, so, or, 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 or whatever. And I think what we saw in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial wasn't one innocent person being harassed by another. I think you saw two unstable people in a relationship who, who might not probably shouldn't have been in a relationship together yeah. uh, they were bad for each other i'm not i wouldn't i've never taken this that johnny was all good and amber was all bad or amber was all good and johnny was all bad i think that that that, that they both fed into each other's worst you know worst aspects and it, and, it, and it evolved into a marriage um that needed to be broken up because it wasn't healthy and there are a lot of those out there and you don't call the police every time every time a couple gets into a fight sometimes they just split up you know they go to go to court you get a divorce you separate you 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 you, and you 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 move on with your life but it's not all not every not everything that happens is harassment not everything that happens is abuse sometimes it's just natural course of a relationship and it's time for it to end and and, you know and and maybe that's wrong i'll get attacked for saying that but you know, listen. I watched my parents grow up. They fought all the time. You know, does we never had the cops come to the door? No one ever beat anybody physically. And 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 you know, someone threw a cup at somebody. You know, it, it, I I I've seen that happen. Yeah. It's it happens in the hit in the heat of anger in relationships. Sometimes it's abnormal behavior in a normal environment, so to speak. Not not everything you got to call a lawyer and police for. So as a PR expert, I mean, this is the kind of thing that you do all the time. We have right. we have uh, herds people dropping a PR company and hiring a new PR company in the middle of the trial. We've got all of this all of this effort here. What do you make of where things are right now? The the stuff that you're seeing in the media, in the press, in the social media. What's What's the end goal of all of this, do you think? In in your opinion, what well, what's the strategy? The end here? goal of all of this, I mean, it depends whose end goal. I think Johnny <laughs> Depp wants to move on with his life and get this behind him. Right. Amber Heard wants to move on her life, but in order for her to move on with her life, she thinks she needs to get get ahead of it and convince everyone that she's right, even though she lost the trial. Um, so I, I think I, I think she's she's mired in a rut right now and she's in, in emotional and 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 uh and 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 possibly a physical rot. You know, maybe it's hurting her. Maybe, maybe it's emotion. Maybe it's 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 not not enabling her to get through it. Um, but she keeps on going back, saying, "I'm right," and I was destroyed by social media and fans and all this stuff. And I don't blame people. They like Johnny and all that stuff. You know, the the, the problem is is that she has to acknowledge that she wasn't as credible as she thinks she 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 should have been um she 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 could have you know she could have settled with him 
before going to trial. She could have said, you know what, I'll issue an apology and do whatever. You know, um, I, I, there, there could have been an attempt to say, let's, 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 let's not have this televised. The minute, the minute they both decided this was going to get, get into court and they knew it was going to be televised. You know, you, you can't. Who are you gonna? You can't blame anyone but yourselves for the for, for what happens after that. Yeah. You know, social media like unfortunate social media like Johnny Depp better. I mean, okay, unfortunately, social media like Johnny Depp better. You you knew where people stood on Johnny Depp. She knew where people stood on Johnny Depp when she started dating him. She knew he was a beloved character. She knew that that that, that he he's been in in in, uh, in media and movies and te- television for a long time. And she knew that he only had a fan base and nothing really bad in his background in terms of uh, being a horrible guy. You know, you saw him partying. You saw him get drunk at a, at, at, at a nightclub. You saw this, but you didn't see. You saw regular Hollywood stuff. You didn't see um, like a real, real neg- like there are people like, you know, who, you know, have a bad reputation, you know, and, and you know, this actor, you know, Gary Busey. Remember him? Oh, yeah. you know. I mean, I think people know that he has a temper issue. People, Johnny Depp was just a guy who wants to, who liked to binge once in a while. Not a bad. So when she started dating him, she knew his positives. She knew his negatives. And she, so she knew people loved him. She knew and that being with him, people are going to look at her more because she was with a famous, a famous love guy. You know, and, and, and when you go to court with that, you got you got to sometimes assume that it might go, it might not go your way. And it might go that, it might go that way too. She thought she had the momentum and the need to move behind him, behind her. That's the, that, that's what I see. She wrote this thing in 2018, maybe 2017, 2017. Um, I think, wait, the Washington Post, I, I think, she, I think, I think it was 2018, right around the, the, the height of the Me Too movement when my former client, Harvey Weinstein was on trial, was, was, was facing a trial, wasn't on trial yet for, for, uh, for for um, sexual assault and rape, uh, you know, um, over over a period of many many years, and any time a a man was was accused at that point, we believed all women. That was the mantra back. Then. Right. Um, so she wrote her article, and her and her you know, if her if her trial would have been two years ago, she might have had a different outcome in the in the sensibilities of the way the country was. But I think that we've seen a lot of changes over the past year. Since Donald Trump has, you know, was no longer president, the country has has come to a bit a, a, a different a different position, a different calm, or a different understanding of these things because a lot of it was motivated by who was in office at the time. In my opinion, a lot of the action, the atmosphere, the the intensity was motivated by who was the president right back then. Um, and you know, Joe Biden had his own issue with a woman who made accusations. And it was so important to get Joe Biden elected over Donald Trump. We didn't believe that woman. We chose to not to believe that woman for whether or not, well, we're not, not gonna get into whether or not she had, you know, she, that, that she right or wrong, whether or not I felt she was right or wrong. I felt, you know, she she was as believable as a lot of other people who, who, who come forward and make accusations. It wasn't explored. She was chosen to be not believed. And that opened the door for people to say, you know what, maybe in some conditions we don't believe all women. Although that's the mantra, in some cases, when it, when it has certain benefits, we don't believe all women. And then it comes to Johnny Depp, who was a, a beloved guy on trial, um, who's been known from his 21 Jump Street days and even on you know Disney Channel days, the Fratwood show he was on way back when, um, all the way up through through you know through his, his recent movies, he has a fan base and he's beloved and he was never seen as a negative angry guy. So when he goes to trial, you have throngs of women who throw themselves at him. You have throngs of men who wish they were him. You know. What are you going to do? You, you, you couldn't. There was nothing in Amber Heard's testimony that made him look 
anything different than just a a a frustrated husband in a bad situation who did bad things and his wife did bad things and they both and they both hurt each other well and and then you've got and and who can sympathize with that part yeah well and then you got this here in the new york post saying talking about how she's planning to write this tell-all book it's like it we're we're not moving on here no so she's going to write a tell-all book to hopefully make some money the problem is the tell-all book is going to cause her to get sued again yeah no you know, um, it's it's a it's it's a it's a it's a difficult position she's in um, because she can't she can't emotionally get herself beyond it to just move on. Uh, Johnny Depp's people even threw the uh, threw it out there that if she just you know stop what she's doing, they don't want to financially hurt her. They wouldn't. They don't need money. Johnny Depp doesn't need her money. Just needs to acknowledge the fact the public that he was you know that he he prevailed and he can go on with his life now. But yeah. she's not lending herself now to that favor. And by saying and write a book, by getting on every talk show and 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 continuing pushing the same thing, you know they're going to keep on. They're going to start demanding the money, and at some point she'll be broke, and no one's going to hire her. Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, you know, you we've got all of these all of these rumors swirling around Aquaman too, for example, where you know there are some people saying you know she's got ten minutes in the movie. Some you know there are there are various different cuts of the film. She's got ten minutes in one. She's got twenty minutes in another. They're going to recast and replace her. There's all all of this stuff. So if you're advising David Zaslav over at Warner Media Discovery, and Amber Heard is not his only bugaboo right now, to be sure. But in this particular instance, what do you advise him as a as a PR move? What do you advise Warner Warner Brothers to do now that the trial is over and and there's been a decision? And yes, there's going to be blowback and the and the and the aftermath and whatnot. What's what's their best option? Their best option is to. In my opinion is to leave her in the film in whatever capacity she's in. They said 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is. Don't promote it. Don't put her on, you no, know, don't put her on tour with Jason Momoa. Don't, you know, just leave, leave her in the film like any other extra in the film. And, you know, if so, that way someone's, they, they, they didn't, they, they're not retaliating. They're not trying to hurt her. She's made, she made them whatever money she made off it. She's, you know, she's still there. They don't have to be the ones to, 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 to pound her down more. Um, I think uh, you know she's not this major star. She's just she's just a a a a, a co-star in the film, um, I, and 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 a, and, a, and a relatively minor role. I think she should stay. They should leave it alone. They shouldn't spend the money on re-editing because that's just going to get more controversy and of course be more problematic. And they get more hate mail, more women's groups angry, more this, more that. You know what? Right. They they're not part of this fight. They made the movie beforehand. She was part of it. People liked her in the movie before this, before this whole thing with Johnny, before the whole trial. People didn't care. She was in the movie. Babe, she's 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 uh, she, she's she's good to look at. She's a fun character. Let let, let her be. And with, if she's only there for ten or fifteen minutes, it doesn't hurt them to leave it in there. Just don't promote it. Don't use it as a as a lynch as a as, as a linchpin for 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 their for the, for, for their marketing. Just leave it in there. You know what? I, I, plenty of people in movies that you don't that, that are not that, that that might be in the in the end credits, but not but but you don't see him on you don't see him on parade. Right. Well, and I don't know if you want to get into the Ezra Miller thing today or not, but that's that's the other the other big mess. We may have to spend an entire hour on that one. Just 
well, I can't even understand what finally. happened there. He's, I mean, just just like he snapped. <laughs> well, see, I fully expect them to find him assumed room temperature here shortly. I, you know, I given given his his last behavior on Instagram and then disappearing like that. I I don't know. I don't I don't think I don't think Ezra Miller's long for this world. And and I I hate to I hate to make that prediction. You know, the kid needs help, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But uh I don't I don't think it's gonna come in time. I mean if there are loved ones around him who might know where he is. They don't have to tell the media about it. But uh, I, I hope that he has people around him that are helping him or at least he can reach out to because it, it it's it's a it's a sad situation, and and I I don't even know what to comment on it. I it's yeah. uh, it was unexpected. You know, he seemed like uh, just from what I know, like a nice guy. You know, a decent guy, fun. <laughs> Did not realize that such a troubled mind. But you know what? You know, I, I grew up with Robin Williams. Didn't know he was a troubled mind either. Didn't know how bad that was either. Yeah. You know. That's you a good know, point. You, you, you never know, and and you know the problem is you see a lot of people in Hollywood who. Um, on television, on screen, they are a different character. They're entertaining. They're funny. They're jovial, and a lot of that is just hiding, covering up for internal damage that they can't get over. And you've seen, I, I've seen, we've seen it over years. Yeah. A lot of people have gone that way, self-destructive, problematic. Uh, you know, uh, become drug abusers, end up end up ODing because nobody was around to help them out, and the, the, the and and the uh, the demons in their heads were just too big. Yeah. All right. Well, and that and that leads me to a line of questions that I want to get into at, right after the break. So don't go anywhere, anybody. We will be back after this with Judah Inglemeyer. Stand by. We're not puny gods, just puny podcasters. This is Sci-Fi for Me Radio. It's like, okay, hold on. You've got somebody, and all he does is put on some glasses and slicks back his hair, and nobody knows who he is. Nobody recognizes him. It's it's it's, it's like that that uh, that scene in, in the Green Lantern movie where she looks at him and it's like, how? You know, it's like you just put on a mask and you expect me not to recognize you. The H two O podcast Monday night at eight only on Sci Fi for Me TV. Good morning, Multiverse. Saturday morning at 11, 10 Central, only on Sci-Fi for Me TV. Back live from the bunker, Jason Hunt here, along with Judah Engelmeyer. He is the president of Herald PR, a public relations firm in New York. Judith, let me ask you this, because in this day and age of social media, and and you talk about uh, celebrities especially who present one image to the public, and in private they could be you know dealing with all sorts of demons and and stuff, and you look at the things that are going on with the Amber Heard situation, and you know stuff comes out and and. You know, people are talking, and 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 there's one image here, and there's one image over here, and this over there. When you now get uh, celebrities being a little bit more open and vulnerable on their social media, you know that those those real talk posts for a minute, when right. they're talking about mental health and they're talking about taking care of yourself and whatnot, 
<clears throat> this seems to be one of those, and I don't want to say it's a trend. I don't want to say that they're just kind of jumping onto a bandwagon that this seems like a good thing to do. From a PR perspective, though, does this help or hinder or doesn't have an impact one way or the other when you've got celebrities that are out there having these conversations or, or at least making these posts? Maybe not having conversations, but saying, you know, hey, it's we all have our bad days. You know, there's an acknowledgement there of vulnerability of, you know, I'm just a normal person like everybody else. I just happen to make millions of dollars being in front of a camera. Right. So I, I, I would never say that it's not helpful because we're in a we're, we're in a very superficial world. Where where, doc, where where people who are ac academics, teachers are not the ones we look to. We look to basketball stars and celebrities um, for our politics and our <laughs> our social methods. <laughs> Therefore, if 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 a if someone who has a, a solid a, a, a solid following can put something up about mental health and getting checked out, looking seeking the help you need, it can't be hurtful. I think that I mean I I I, I think that it, we people do need. We do need it addressed. We do need not just not just celebrities, but I think the average population. There are plenty of people who fall into those categories and need the help and aren't seeking it. And if a Kim Kardashian can can make them go to a doctor, that's fine. Do I think that it's genuine and not hypocritical? No. Do I think it's 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 them wanting to you know you know further market themselves and be seen as someone better than the next celebrity because they're helping? They're being humanitarian. It's sure. Is there any genuine um, effort on their part? I'm positive that they're nice people and they want to help too. But make, make, make no mistake about it. They're also using it to further their own career and goals. Um, but but if but if if we're if, if it helps people, if it helps one person get help, how does that how's that a bad thing? Sure. You know, well, and and have you had and without without getting into disclosures or, or, or private issues or anything, you know, client privilege or whatnot. But have you had situations where you've had to advise clients on dealing with uh, uh, PR blowups in, in, in the media and things like what's happened to Amber Heard or, you know, the mental health thing? It's, uh, you know, somebody goes and disappears for a while and it turns out they were at Betty Ford Clinic for six weeks. You know, how, do you? So, I, I, so, so, so I. I, I one of one of my roles as a crisis communicator, crisis manager, is to be a therapist to so part-time therapist to some of my clients. They, you know, they would call all hours of the night, um, talking about issues and sometimes about their personal problems or sometimes about lofty goals they want to have, which you know are rooted in in, in some all-night binge they would they, they were going on, and now they and now, now they're just rambling. They want to get all their ideas out, and I'm there to listen to them and help them. And part of that sometimes when you hear things that you know trigger words that you think are you know might be important you call up the attorneys, you call up the other people around them and you say, listen, I got something, you know, maybe, you know, I, I just heard this. We had this long conversation. I'm a little concerned. And you do try to help people out when you can. That's, you know, because my job is not just helping you out in the public. Yeah. It's I'm a, I'm a friend of yours and I, and I care for you. I want to see that you're actually getting better. And on top of that, it'll help your image if you do get better. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, you know everything. Everything. Anything I can. When I when I hear things. When I hear things like that. When I see signs or cues, I do try to work with their teams to try to, or even work with them directly to try to seek it out. Um, and very often, it's hard for them to hear at first, and it's never their problem. It's always someone else's problem. Um, but you know, if enough people say and suggest it, 
Um, I've had clients that, uh, that, that went to meditation and, uh, and yoga centers and, uh, and, and, and recovery centers for several weeks off the grid just to, 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 to heal and get better because their team and I helped, helped convince them that they needed, they, they needed that breath of fresh air. You don't always put out in a press release either. I mean, you don't have to. You know, just a lot of times if, you know, if an actor's not, if a celebrity that, you know, just hasn't, hasn't been in public the past month, you know, you're not necessarily knowing about it unless I make it a point of you knowing about it. Right. So, so put me in the room here, if you will, let's, let's do a little bit of hypothetical. If you're on the PR team, what kind of conversations are being had right now? What kind of advice is Amber Heard getting based on what you're seeing happening out there? What are they telling her? I would have to think that there are probably PR people that she's not listening to telling her that maybe she should back off a little bit on, on that strategy, on, on uh, just keep on accusing everybody else, and doubling down. Um, but she's clearly not listening. Listen, she might have people on her side who are saying, keep on fighting it. If you, if you keep on, you know, re- repetition is becomes, if you keep on saying it, it becomes true. Right. Um, but in this case, I, I, I just don't see that being the, the, the wise advice. Um, listen, there are plenty of, of, uh, of clients out there of all different walks, whether celebrity or entrepreneurial or corporate, whatever, who just want yes men on their side. So they hire people who just tell them what they want to hear because that way you won't get fired, you know. But, you know, the results, you know, I, I, I like to gauge, gauge myself by results and not just by whether my client shakes his head yes, you know, and says, oh, I, I'm glad you agree with me. Yeah. I, 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 I'd like to show them or, you know, him, him or her or the company positive things that we're doing, that, 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 we, that we've shown. And if, you, if you're not listening to what I think is my best advice and bad things keep on appearing, you know, at some point, it's a reflection on me, and you're not going to care that I didn't give you that. That's not the advice I gave. I'm there to correct the media, and if it's not getting corrected, they don't blame anyone but the guy they're paying. You know, I um, had a I had a situation where I was working. I was making TV commercials for for a local local CW affiliate, and <clears throat> went into a meeting. We had made a series of commercials for this restaurant, and they'd only been going for maybe about a month, month and a half. So there wasn't enough time for them to gain traction or have any kind of measurable result or anything like that. But they, it, wasn't, it wasn't working for them, so they wanted to do something different. And they came up with this other idea of a talking head. I was like, babe, was, you know, well, you're, you want to make a TV commercial. You want to make a used car sales commercial. It's not going to stand out. It's not going to be any different from anybody else. And the sales guy blew a gasket after the meeting. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, hey, ask me. I'm telling him, this is my this is my field. This is my area right. of expertise. If you're not going to listen to me, okay, fine. I, You know, you don't want me to make the spots. I won't make the spots. You know, somebody else can do it. And that's what they ended up doing. And they made these really dull, boring, talking head, not any different from any other commercial. And I don't know that they got any, any extra business out of that if it's any better and it's and it's this i want it now i want to see the results now and i've always told my clients three to six months nothing happens immediate there are never immediate results unless something terribly catastrophic happens then yeah sure there's an immediate thing there but stuff to gain traction to get stuff that's actually measurable you can look at numbers and say yes this is making a difference it's not making a difference 
you got to give it time. And nobody's willing to do that anymore. Well, no, because they, they believe in, you know, the instant results of the Internet. That's what they want to see. But, you know, yep. just because you see a lot of likes on Facebook or Twitter or whatever doesn't. And that looks like instant results. That doesn't translate into into money in your pocket. Um, you know, right away, and then it has to be marketed, and you have to have a product you're selling, and, and and then it takes time to see the results. But you know, people people are tired. People don't like to wait. People get frustrated, and and a lot of clients think that what what they do today is going to have an impact the same day, and that's not always the case. A lot of a lot of these things have to be laid out, and a lot of the things have to be have, have to be gauged over time because there's no such thing as instant. Anything instant is going to has been gone in an instant as well. Yeah. You know. But it, it's the, the internet fools you, and the internet gives you a false sense of hope and security sometimes, because you see the reaction, you, you see the, the the you see the reaction of people on social media right away, but right. it doesn't mean it's, it doesn't mean it's long it's, it's long lasting either. That's part of the problem. You know, all these all these um, influencers who have millions of followers. They don't put something up today and hope they can get a million dollars tomorrow. They, 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 they use it to incur, to build their brand, to make people more people respect them and like them. And over time, they sell them products and stuff like that. So they see results over the course of a year, not the course of a day. Right. Well, and, and you look at, I mean, this is the immediate interview that Elaine did right after uh, right. Basically, saying social media influenced the jury. Now, a lot of people had talked about the fact that the jury wasn't sequestered, which they might should have been, maybe. Um, and you talk about how everybody, you know, Johnny Depp's got a, a, a pretty strong following, and everybody likes him. He's a, he's a right. likable guy for the most part, and everything. And and you're right. Neither one of them comes out looking like you know smelling like a rose here. It's just she smells a little bit worse. And well, this, she, she's she's doubling, she's doubling down. That's what she's doing. Yeah. Well, and and, and for them to go after people like Tug, it, it was like we're on YouTube. What what are we? You know, we we're not we're not regular. But it does seem to indicate that there is a concern from the mainstream media. Let me let me use that term to to the alternative media. You know, people like Ricada Law and Hogue Law and it, you know LawTube that's become a thing now. And you've got all of these other channels that do kind of like what we do where you know we do news and opinion about various different things and it's becoming the new thing. We're we're not pirate radio, but it's the same kind of thing and right. the 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 corporate media is looking at us and like, well, they're little chihuahuas, but they're nipping at their ankles, and we don't like that. Right. Is some of that coming into play here for a little bit? So I, obviously, there's something there's something about the 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 uh, internet influencers and news providers today that you know the the the, the podcasts, the YouTubers, the, uh, the the whoever they are that is irking the mainstream media because the mainstream media loses ground every single day to other sources of news or other sources of information that, that is, is a little faster, sharper, um, maybe more objective or maybe more, maybe willing to, 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 to put more in. Um, network news and, and, and cable news is very careful on what they put into. They have advertisers, they have viewers, they have board members, they have shareholders. All them, all those stakeholders have to be addressed properly, even when you're delivering straight news. Yeah. You know, 
You don't don't deliver straight news about Hunter Biden's laptop. Only deliver straight news about about Donald Trump's kids. Um, and, and and they're told that. And they're told if they don't do it that way, they're going to lose market share. They're going to lose support. They're going to lose their share value will drop. They'll have a a, a, a board action, a, a legal action on the board, whatever the case is. And then, so they look at all this, all the social media stuff and say, these guys are uninhibited. We have to knock them down somehow. You know, we how do we do it by just you know, discrediting them some, in, in some way? But part of it is also they're just repeating what Amber Heard is saying. Amber Heard is reaching, is, 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 is grasping at straws saying her, her trial failed because of social media. Well, her trial failed because, let, let's read, I, 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 I'm with you that I think the jury um, probably was not uh, ignoring their, the, their, the, 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 the things that pop up on their phone um, every time something came up. They, you know, when you're involved in, you know, for some reason, Google knows everything you're doing. So, <laughs> so if, you're, if you're talking about Amber Heard over lunch during, during the trial, and then later on when you get home and not, your phone pops up with a, th- a thousand different bits of news about Amber Heard, it, it, it happens. Um, do I think they're ignoring it? I don't believe there's any juror out there that is so pure and good that, that, they, that, they, that they abide by the judge's ruling to ignore everything they hear and see. It just doesn't happen. If you're not sequestered, you're not living in a world. You're, you're sitting at a table. Oh, that must have been so cool. Your kids say, yo, you saw Johnny Depp today at trial. What did it look like? Wow, tell me yeah. about it. And you can talk about it. Listen, I've been involved in trials. I know, the, I know what people talk about. Um, so do I think that they were influenced? And so I think they were, but I think that I think the jurors for the most part want to do the right thing and they were trying very hard to be influenced by what they saw in the courtroom too you know they weren't they weren't engaging social media for their decisions they were engaging what they saw as what they saw on the stand and they had an upfront they had an upfront seat we had it on television they were right there in person so every sigh every eye roll every chuckle every sneer every this it was it was more real it, it wasn't on a six second delay for them it yeah. was right there you know and 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 I, and I think that 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 amber heard is not accepting the fact that regardless of what the social media sphere did, regardless, which you can't control, you can't control that, you know, once it's out there, it's out there and, and you're not, and you're not, you're not putting the genie back in the bottle. It's out there. So I think that, that she, you have to make even more effort to be genuine, to be believable and to watch your actions. You're going to roll your eyes. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to have crocodile tears that, that might be, that might be transparent. Uh, you know, that's all a decision you're making. You know, and, and, and I got to tell you, I've seen and you have seen genuine emotion from people in general. Right. You know what it looks like. I also know what fake. Listen, I, I work in the PR world. I know what fake emotion looks like, too. <laughs> and maybe that's what the jurors saw. I'm not I'm not saying that's what they saw. Maybe maybe they genuinely saw her and didn't believe her yeah. and didn't. You know, although they were listening and they saw social media things, they, they might have they might have gotten their ideas from them. I think that a lot of them. The jurors are representative of the people out there. They're they're a juror of your peers. They're not really your peers. They're picked from a you know they're picked from a general group of population. And generally, statistically speaking, the jurors will reflect the 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 the, uh, the sentiment of the people out there. And if eighty percent of the people of the country think that Johnny Depp is a good guy and Amber Heard was lying, eighty percent of the jury might think that. Right. I don't. There's no reason not to. And but, that's before you say. That's before uh, before a single word was uttered. Well, and then you have stuff coming out afterwards, you know, after the fact, because apparently it came up in trial something about uh, Cara Delvine or, or some affairs or whatnot. Popcorn right. Planet, Andy Signor, and this goes back to, you know, the alternate media becoming a, a, a credible thing. You know, Andy Signor over at Popcorn Planet breaks the story with photos 
of Amber with somebody who looks like Cara Delevingne, at least, in the elevator at the place where they lived when, when Amber was married to Johnny, and Newsweek right. picks it up. I mean, Newsweek is not the, the media gargantuan thing that it, that it once was. Not uh, at all. Certainly. But for Newsweek to pick up from Popcorn Planet, yeah, it said they're paying attention to these channels. They're paying attention right. to these YouTubers yeah. that are that are making inroads into this stuff, covering media. You know, they've got their sources. They got their people that contact them. By the way, we could have some sources if you would want to reach out to us. That's fine. I'm fine with that. But, but the the YouTube collective is is really becoming a thing, and I think that that to some in the media they're a threat. I think they are a threat to some of the media because it's a threat to their existence. It's a threat to their bottom line. You know, if you get news and information from from uh, from an investigative YouTuber rather than from uh, from from 2020, uh, you know, 2020 doesn't doesn't have as much uh, as, as much to go on anymore. Um, and the truth of the matter is, uh, I, I think that it's hard for network news for all these for all these all, all these corporate news stations to keep up with the social media trends. And the social media warriors out there, or the news warriors, because every camera is a bit of news. I can be, I, you know, I, I, I can be on a city street today. Um, actually, two blocks from my office yesterday, uh, last week, there was a really bad taxi accident. A taxi guy jumped the curb and hit a bunch of people. Mm. And before any news crews were there, there were 35 people with their, with their phones, you know, uh, yeah. you know, taking video of it. So everyone knew exactly what happened, saw what happened, saw what the driver did, saw what the reactions of the, of the people were. By the time the news got there, the news was it was already out on Twitter that that 15 people lifted a car off a person, and 1010 wins had nothing to report. <laughs> you know, it, it's it, it's it's just it's 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 just the natural state. There are there are there are 350 million people out there, most of them with a cell phone camera, and they're only. So many news crews out there. You can't be everywhere. And when when you have social media out there, you get bound to have someone who's going to capture things differently and better. Um, you know, I walk downtown all the time in Manhattan. You see celebrities. I could always just film one of them walking by. And if someone walks by and punches one, or uh, I get that before before, <laughs> before TMZ gets it. You know, right. uh, and, and you know, it, it just. It, what, it's, it's, it's just, it just has to be the, the, the luck of the draw now. The, the, the average person with a cell phone is a, is a news provider if they want to be. And, and, and the networks cannot escape that, and it's scaring them. What do you make of this? There's, uh, there's a discussion now on Twitter you know, because of the whole Elon Musk thing and the whole freedom of speech and, and censorship and whatnot question. There are people that are talking about uh, and I can't remember where I saw this exactly, but it's a it's a thread on Twitter where people are talking about what well, you can't really it's it's a luxury to be able to get off of Twitter. But a lot of a lot of journalists use Twitter to source stories and all this kind of thing. And and other people are coming out saying, well, if you're a journalist, if you're an actual reporter, then you ought to have the skill set to go chase the story and do some investigating and make your phone calls and and call your sources why are you relying on Twitter for your stories? Because in the Walter Cronkite <laughs> days of news, Jason, when news didn't move as quickly, if something happened today and the public found out about it two days ago, that was acceptable. Yeah. Not ex to today, news news crews and news and, and, and news organizations are more important by getting the story out than getting the story right. And that's and and that's 
because the speed which the, the speed which the internet moves, the speed which information gets out there, yeah. and it's a little bit of a problem. And I don't have the answers how to reel it in. I don't. I don't think it's useful. I think it's hurtful in many ways because you rush the judgment before you know anything based on based on what a picture you know a picture a picture tells a thousand you know, tells a thousand tales, um, and 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 the problem is that the picture doesn't necessarily tell you what actually happened behind the scenes and what the thought processes were. And journalists don't have time for that anymore because they need to beat, they need to beat people to the punch yeah. by getting it out there. And that's been the gotcha journalism. That's, that's been, that that's been going through the past five, six years um, in, in our, in our lifetimes and in, in, in our history. Now it's that we're, we're we, we more, we want it. We want, we want to beat the new. We want to beat the social media tool. We want to beat everyone to the story. So we're going to put it up there when we only know half or a quarter of the story, and then later on, the truth doesn't matter anymore, and that's a sad thing. Well, and I've I've said here in a number of places, and I know Hannity has said it too, where you wait. You know, yes, it's real easy to just jump on there at the very beginning. Here's the headline. This is the breaking news. But there's always. As 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 Paul Harvey used to say, there's always the rest of the story. There's always something else that comes later. Yep. I mean, like we're seeing with this school shooting out in Uvalde. You know, this this story keeps evolving and it just keeps getting worse the more information we get. The more information gets out, the more the finally yeah, the door was actually open. They didn't need yeah. a key. It's it's a, and but the problem with that is that it's a what happened is devastating tragedy. It's shocking that kids that, that kids were killed and that a teacher was killed. It's shocking that a kid walks through a school and does that. So immediately we want to hear the news. So every, we get this flood of information. Half of it might not necessarily be factual, just based on everything we just heard that second from people who were quasi eyewitnesses. Yeah. And then a week later, more, more information comes out during a thorough investigation and the public is not as in tune anymore. And, you know, we, we just want to see what happened right this second so we can forget about it tomorrow. How many people know what's going on in Ukraine anymore? When, when, when in, in, in mid-February, it was the biggest thing everyone was going on. Now there's still a war going on, but you only know it because it's five minutes on the news at the end of the day now. Oh, there's still something going on there. Yeah, It's not, as you know, I think that we lose patience very quickly. We lose, we, we lose interest very quickly. And that's, and, but I think that's also part of what, what social media and the Internet has done for us, too. It's 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 uh, it's numbed us to the fact that uh, that that we really need to take a bit more time to evaluate and 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 to and, and to uh, and to understand. But we're 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 in a sad state for a lot of different reasons today. I I am totally on board with that. I I agree with you one hundred percent. And and a lot of it is <clears throat> well, I say a lot of it. A, a good portion of it is we need you to think a certain way about a certain thing in order for us to achieve a, a particular goal. What, whatever that is, whether it's a political party or it's a celebrity or it's a movie studio or whatever, we have to have a particular narrative. I mean, you look at what's going on with Lucasfilm. We have to have a particular narrative out there for people to buy into in order for us to succeed at the next thing we're going to do. Right. Tru truth kind of gets tossed to the wayside doesn't really matter what's true it's it matters what we spin what we spin exactly and sometimes it's not just what we spin it sometimes it matters who the first person to get the information out there and that's the narrative that we that, that's a narrative that ring that that rings that rings the most not whether i want to spin or not that's just what rings the most and yet it, it, it's a, it's an immense immense uplift and effort 
to change that narrative at that point. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the answer is just shut down the Internet. No, the answer <laughs> is that we really, I think it's better education and really yeah. making sure that, 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 that parents, teachers, politicians keep on driving the point home to, to, to all the people they address every day that we have to go back to a time of really careful understanding and, and you can't just lay blame you can't just accuse you have to get the facts done because you know what god forbid one day it'll be you in front of that courtroom you in front of that in, in front of that firing squad and you're going to say that you don't you have it wrong but you know all your life you've done it one way and and now that it's you now you want it to be done, be done a different way you can't act that way you have to you have to think that everything's happening think and put yourself in the shoes of the of, of the of the person in, in in that picture and you have to know that uh, you have to you have to learn to moderate yourself and and learn learn to seek the truth and learn not to judge and it's a long process it's a hard hard process and it has to come from everybody who leads us everyone who teaches us everyone who tries to educate us and 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 and, uh, and help us grow it has to be reinforced because it's not being right now it's just gotcha yeah i can't think I of any, say, any better sad way to story no I, I i totally agree i totally agree and and i think that's a good place for us to wrap up because uh those those are good words to to listen to and adhere to and hopefully one of these days maybe we'll grow up enough that we can actually start doing that and and be a little bit more mature with our with our internet usage than we have been so i don't know we'll see most people don't get it until it's happening to them, and then yeah. all of a sudden they're shocked by it. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll be discussing this again. Uh, we'll I, I we'll look forward to it. I, I hope I hope we're discussing <laughs> the gradual changes we're making too. Yeah. Well, we'll see. All right, Judah Engelmeyer from Harold PR. Thanks. You can find him. All the the links are in our show notes. And uh, always good to have you here, and we will definitely circle back again. And if you want to talk about Ezra Miller at some point, we we can do that too. You can come back and talk about Ezra Miller. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's, and let's find out more and understand what is we're talking about first. So yes, yes. Let's let that other shoe drop first. I guess. Right. Exactly. All right. Thank, thank you, you very much. Appreciate it. And Bye, guys. Th thanks all of you for being here today. Remember, uh, we are going to have mm, Good Morning Multiverse on Saturday morning. There's a possibility that foreign bodies might be delayed. I'm not sure we're discussing this. There's a schedule uh, issue there. So uh, be sure to check out our social media for announcements on programming notes and changes. Uh, you can find us on all, all sorts of different channels all over the web. If you would like to support us financially, there's a PayPal tip jar. There's a subscribe star account, all that good stuff. And that's going to do it for us today. Thanks very much for being here, folks. Remember, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2022 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.